0: the word
1: go forth. Fool me once.
0: Are you fired up? If I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go?
1: Shame on shame on you. It's
0: Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel.
1: Boom, me, we can't get fooled again. doesn't matter. Let's just start.
0: Why are you yelling at me? Because <laughs> I want to start, goddammit. Well, well, you didn't say that before. I didn't even think we were ready to start. We're ready to start. Now we're ready to start, but you didn't tell me that. Oh, sorry. That's fu- welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Uh, we got a guest. He just came in. He's hungover as hell. He's my uh, roommate, Mike Epps. Thanks for being here, Mike. Well, I appreciate you having me. All right, stop talking. Everyone's heard enough of you. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, What a week, man. New York Comedy Festival. This week has been awesome. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday night, I hosted this show with The Stand, and I met this fella, Nick DiPaolo. Ah. You know Nick DiPaolo? I've heard of him. He's a conservative comedian, and he's very uh, rarely seen on television because of that. But he told me I was funny, and I like that. It's great. He's an established fella who uh, worked on Colin uh, Colin Quinn's Tough Crowd, a whole bunch, and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, there's a bunch of things to get to. New York Comedy Festival was awesome. It was a great time. Marcus Cowman doing well. Yeah, doing great, man. Kicking ass. Oh yeah, got- just
1: uh, getting into the album recording.
0: That's perfect. And uh, let's see. Obviously, we had the elections last Tuesday. Uh, not exactly, not exactly uh, perfect for uh, <laughs> for the Democrats. Not uh, not a, uh, a clean sweep on their side by any means. No. But it was very exciting. The one thing that I like the most about it. Was, uh, there was three states. What was it? Alaska, uh, Oregon, and, uh, Oregon. 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 Hmm. Oregon. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Am I an orc? (laughs) (laughs) Look, that's how they would speak. Uh, and uh, Washington, D.C., both, uh, all three of them legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. And was this for recreational use or is this just for uh, medical?
1: Uh, recreational. Just
0: good old fun times.
1: Just good old let's smoke some weed and have a good time.
0: I would love the idea in Oregon if they uh, if they legalized marijuana but outlawed female armpit hair. It's getting out of control. <laughs> it is? It's getting out of control. I've seen the gales on YouTube. Yeah. you know, You know that. But the interesting thing is, obviously, it was a Republican sweep. They destroyed uh, the Democrats immensely. The only one I was very sad about was Thom Tillis. And I say Thom because that's how his name should be said because it's Tom with an H, which is a disgusting disgrace to the name. It's awful. Thom. <laughs> Thom Tillis. It's pathetic. And he beat Kay Hagan uh, because this fella, Sean Hugh, the libertarian guy, uh, who was a former pizza delivery man, and he, uh, very funny, if you YouTube him, you can watch, uh, watch all of his clips. He's pretty much just getting drunk off a beer and uh, discussing how he believes uh, cocaine should be legal, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty <laughs> perfect uh, for a candidate. He get, he ended up getting nearly 5%, which possibly set Kay Hagan back in that race. Or the people who were voting for him were just so in love with his delivery pizza style, yeah. with his delivery pizza <laughs> skills, that they're like, we're going to give one to Sean.
1: Well, in I, the uh, polls beforehand, they were putting Kay Hagan uh, between 1 and 4 percentage points ahead that's right. of Tom Tillis. And one, two of them actually had them tied. But man, when it came in, Tom Tillis got her by 1.64 percentage points.
0: Right, Tom Tillis, he, he got it big. And uh, it was interesting, though. I, I mean, I, I feel like a pizza delivery guy, the Sean Hugh guy, that's perfect. That's the guy who I want in public office. We've said it ah. before on the show. <laughs> We've said it before. You need to do one year of, uh, of community, uh, uh, of, uh, of working in uh, the waiter game. Service industry. Working in the service industry. Working at Taco Bell. Working at, uh, you know, uh, checkers. <laughs> Everyone loves checkers. Ooh, I
1: had checkers on Saturday. You
0: had checkers on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Had the Big Buford. The Big Buford? Buford. The Big Buford? The what, big does it come with a mustache? <laughs> the Big Buford? The Big Buford. I never heard of such a thing. What's on a Big Buford? Uh, it's just a double cheeseburger. Oh, I would call it that. <laughs> uh, nonetheless. Uh, so uh, But I feel like that would be great, though. This guy obviously knows a thing or two about customer service, about making folks happy. Uh, no one's ever upset. When they see the pizza delivery guy. No. Never, no matter what. And I think he might have been a good addition. But the problem is uh, he wasn't a viable candidate uh, because he's half an idiot,
2: Uh, (laughs) which which always hurts.
0: (laughs) But the interesting thing was the Republican wave and then the uh, legalization of marijuana – And uh, the one issue that I did have with all the coverage, mostly from the left, was like, you're electing pro-life Republicans at the same time you're voting pro-marijuana. What's the deal? And this is the major issue that we always have. Mr. Parks, myself, Mike. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, with the uh, with the mainstream, you know they they can't get their head around how someone could be pro weed and also pro life. I'm a pro choice guy, so don't uh, you know uh, misconstrue what uh, my uh, what my feelings are on on that issue. But I am saying, if you're a stoner, I can easily see how you would also be pro life. Yeah, you know if you're like sitting there and and, and you you just took a bong load to the head and you're watching a a, a Kodak commercial. And you see a child, you're like, kids are cute. Kids are adorable. (laughs) Then you go down, you open up a trap door in your head, as occasionally weed will reveal that you have one. Yes. And then it's up to you to open that door. (laughs) You open up the trap door, and you start thinking about, uh, you know, life and where it begins, infancy, uh, fetushood. It's a personhood, Bill. A lot of people call them persons, but, uh, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, if you're super stoned, I could see how you would think that that life deserves to live. You know, if you're drunk, you're like, kill it with whiskey. Kill it with fire. Blowtorch that baby out of that woman as soon as you possibly can. There's not enough saline solution in the world to flush that thing out of that woman. But if you're stoned, you're going to be like, look at that little bizarre peanut with eyes. You know, oh, I love Mr. Peanut. And then you're snacking on peanuts halfway through the can before you even realize that you're discussing the realization in your own mind that now you're pro-life. You go to the poll, super stoned, pro-weed, pro-life. Well, both I, positives.
1: Yeah, both positives, but both pros. Right. Uh, but what I think a lot of, and we talked about this before, pundits are so out of touch with right. mainstream America, with the well, voter and the non-voter. Right. They can't wrap their heads around the fact that people don't, Vote party tickets that people right. don't go and I am just dem- Democrat. I am just Republican. They can't wrap their head around that. Right. The people have diverse fucking opinions and they exactly. don't go down the party line.
0: Well, you can't fit in a 100 and what is it? 48 characters? Is that Twitter? 140. Characters? 140. Not that many characters. Yeah, I,
1: I will say
2: as a Republican. Yeah, know, you're you're, yeah, you're just, very
0: proud to be a Republican. I, yes, I am yes. very
2: proud to be a Republican, but at the same yeah. time, I am pro-choice. Oh, okay. I I don't believe in... Government's controlling the womb. Exactly. That's right. But also, I believe in legalizing marijuana and then taxing it. How much money would the government make if they taxed marijuana? Well,
0: let's just Google Colorado right now. We know for a fact they made millions and millions of dollars in their first tax cycle. People can't get enough of going... The tourism industry is booming. Uh, Ski accidents are up. I will say, you know, a lot of trees are getting damaged by human craniums over there in the uh, Colorado Rockies. But that's okay because when you're super stoned, it doesn't hurt as much. In
1: July, uh, they, uh, the monthly tax revenue for uh, marijuana was eight, almost $8 million. $8
0: million, That's great. Yeah. It's perfect. In and
1: that's one month. And that's up. In January, it was a little over 3 million. And by July, it was almost 8 million.
0: And the ring digs can't be held. Uh, you can't keep them in stock. <laughs> it's perfect. Although, Colorado, I think they're a classier bunch out there. They're probably. Eating what I ate on Halloween, Hormel vegetarian chili, which is the best thing that you can possibly eat if you're stoned, drunk, or sober. Hormel vegetarian chili is the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. As a matter of fact, I scooped a can into my mouth the other day in my room in the dark. Uh, Mike and I didn't have power for two nights. Why? I, I don't know. We live in a major metropolis. And for some reason, Mike and I got home. Power is out. We got Conette over there. Con Ed said, oh, it's not our fault. And then finally, the super had an electrician come over, and I have no idea what the issue is, but we got our power back.
2: I, I actually figured it out. What is it? Uh, so the light in the living room yeah. was the, the breaker that, that flipped. And
0: so we, we didn't have it because of one light. One light. One light. One light ruined the whole thing. But anyway, when it's dark, all I can think about is whiskey and Hormel vegetarian chili. I can't get enough of the stuff. When it's dark? There's something about not having lights where you feel like you have carte blanche. It gives you liberty to live like a savage. I was in the kitchen, and I wasn't wearing clothes. No clothes was Mike were you there? you was sleeping no thank God you didn't wake up. <laughs> I wasn't coherent that's for sure Oh my goodness you would have you would have been walloped with a thought a memory an image that you could have never erased from your brain regardless of how many how much government reprogramming they probably uh, they, they tried to do to MK Ultra couldn't erase this image that I would have given to your eyes. I have a bizarre butt yeah it goes down to my ankle yeah. Oh. It's I've low. seen
1: the man in just boxer shorts before. I can confirm. It's a horrifying well, image. You know, his it's
0: girlfriend a- said it best on the, another show he does. Yeah, i that show on All Things Comedy, which is driving traffic to this show. Listen to that one as well, the Ben Kissel show. We're all yeah. working together.
2: Uh, he actually has formed an impression of his ass into our couch.
0: My ass impre- doesn't quite fit. <laughs> the question is, did I form the impression or did the couch form the impression for me? <laughs> knowing that I was about to sit down. <laughs> Marijuana in Colorado. We're not sitting here talking about my large Batox or Hormel vegetarian chili anymore. God damn it. it's a political show. Yes. Exactly. For Christ's sake, get back on board. I smoked. Uh, I got. I got stoned mm-hmm. skiing, but I made the mistake. I got stoned on top of the mountain. Oh. And then there's only one way down. Yeah. And then I crashed, <laughs> and it was unbelievably embarrassing. So if you are going to get stoned, get stoned on the bottom of the mountain. Feel it out. Yeah, maybe you have the uh, the mental ability to get stoned and fly down a mountain without having enough skiing um, practice to know how to stop, and uh, you know, and then you can get stoned. Yeah, but that's do, it. Just do not take get that, stoned on top of the mountain.
1: Just take that metaphor to all uh, facets of life. Never get stoned on top of the mountain.
0: Right, unless there's like a chauffeur <laughs> <laughs> that's going to escort you down the mountain. As long as you're not on too, uh, you know, just. Th- Thin tables Mm. that are skis, theoretically, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's pretty much perfect. But other than that, do not get stoned on top of a mountain unless somebody is there to get you down. Uh, The election was uh, was not a surprise. I mean, everyone sort of saw this coming, but it was a great night. I I love election night. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't like to vote, and I understand. But uh, you get a sticker. And keep that in mind. Do you love stickers? I can't get enough <laughs> stickers. You can buy them anywhere. You can buy them, or you can get it for free by doing your civic duty and going and voting. I didn't know half the people I voted for. In all honesty, the the New York City... Uh, uh, the people who are running it, I just go Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican. I ended up voting for Estornio on accident.
1: Now, who uh, is this Estornio
0: for? Oh, he's a ridiculous human being. He's putin light. He, he's hideous. He looks as if his face was—his uh, cheeks are nailed to his ear. I mean, that's how pulled back he is. He probably had a very similar surgery that killed Joan Rivers, but he made it out because he's a demon. Um... <laughs> But Cuomo, uh, I knew Cuomo was going to win, and Cuomo yeah. won an absolute landslide. He got sixty uh, plus percent of the vote, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Estornio only raised two point four million, while Cuomo raised thirty three million. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So There's Cuomo, no it was win. in the bag. Yeah.
0: But you know, that's an interesting point. The K. and Tom Tillis race, seventy eight million, a hundred million spent total on this race, right? Yeah. Which is the most expensive Senate race in in, uh, in the history of the country. Really? Yes. And uh, this was the most expensive election in the history of the country.
1: Well, I mean, of course, people it's, were just, just gonna going to go up and up.
0: Um, but the thing is, 100 million of that 100 million, 78 million was from outside groups outside of the state, and so and nobody. I was watching NPR, and don't don't call me a lefty. Don't call me a communist. Don't say, oh, you you shill for the Obama administration. I don't have cable. Yeah, I don't have any yeah. options. There was no other option but NPR, and I don't mind NPR whatsoever. And I would like to donate to them if I ever get the money to do it. But uh, they were just discussing on the panel, no one knows where the money came from. And on last podcast on the left, we're going to be doing an episode, I believe the next one or the following one, all about secret governments, shadow governments. And obviously it's going to be the last podcast and so we're going to go into uh, some darker conspiracy theory areas and things like that. And, uh, and I think there'll be a lot of truth in the episode. But in all reality, that is the shadow government. Where $78 million. No one knows where it comes from. That's Those are the people who are really... Uh, Trying to run the show I don't think that people are dumb enough to necessarily Because there are a lot of situations where people are completely outspent And they end up losing You look at Eric Cantor uh, Who lost to uh, Dave Brat So you do have situations where people get completely outspent And still win But it is very interesting That the vast majority of this money Is coming from outside the state And you do wonder why the fuck Should their money be allowed into North Carolina to affect a Senate race that is theoretically only supposed to be about the folks of that state? I I don't think it's right.
1: That's what campaign finance reform is supposed to be all about. But it's uh, think of it like, uh, you know what Spice is? The, The porno network? No, not the Spice channel. The drug. No, what is spice? Spice is K two. It's the what's synth- K two? What, 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 what are we talking about?
0: Extreme <laughs> sports here?
1: No, I'm talking no. about K two is it kickboxing? K two is also the name of a rollerblading company. But okay. anyway, K two, otherwise known as spice, is synthetic marijuana, uh, oh, much okay. like the bath salts type of stuff. Sure. And so when uh, there is a law passed about to outlaw K two. All they have to do is just change the ingredients instead of... They only have to change the formula slightly, Mm -hmm. so suddenly it's legal again. Okay. So I think you can compare that to campaign finance reform. They bring campaign finance reform in, and then all the bastards that really control shit, the shadow government, as you can call it, they just... Move on to the next trick, the next loophole. And right. we're never going to be able to close all the loopholes. No. There's always going to be some way to get through all of this bullshit. Right. So what's the point? What I mean, what is the uh, other option here?
0: It's the same reason that I'm against building a wall on the goddamn border. You figure out a way around it, you go under it, you go over it, you go through it. Yeah. I mean, it's just not – you're always – anyone who wants to uh, do something – uh, and they have the money to do it, and they have the um, political clout to do it, they're going to do it. Yeah. And there's no doubt about it. But it's definitely something that I do think there needs to be some uh, attachment to where the – you have to, you should have to, um, like, write – I don't know. Take a picture of yourself and then – Paste it on the money that you sent. something like that. You know, you need there should be some sort of tracking uh, to let people know who's who's giving this money. Yeah, you know, because that's really because uh, that from from where who whoever is giving the money that's going to tell you exactly what that politician is going to be doing once they get to Washington. You know, so if if of if, course. if it's gonna if it's somebody for like um you know, elephant ears. You know, this guy, he's a, he's a Carney, and he's been a Carney for a thousand, you know, for for 50 years. He ended up being a billionaire. He's the world's richest Carney. And he gave $5 million to Kay Hagan's campaign, and he's like, so why? Uh, so elephant ears might be the food of Washington. <laughs> you know, so I think that's going to be maybe sold uh, instead of pretzels, every single deli cart. Maybe we'll get some elephant ears in there. You know, for a fact that when Kay Hagen, if she would get elected, obviously she didn't, elephant ears would be all over the place. So you go and you vote in favor of the sweets that you like. Yeah. That's the one That's one very interesting thing uh, that we learned from this last election. And we see it in every election. And it's just becoming more and more uh, these, these super packs and things like that. Um, are just uh they're going crazy. But money doesn't again, money does not necessarily people are smart enough uh to not be completely swayed uh by by the ads and things like that. If anything, I think a lot of the times the slam ads end up hurting. And we'll go through right now a list of three individuals that uh they were ran through the muck. They were ran mm. through the mud, they were bumped, they were bruised, they were battered, every single thing uh including the kitchen sink. Was thrown at them. And uh, in in a couple of these uh, situations, I believe these members uh, that were elected, uh, these men threw a kitchen sink at the person that they were getting arrested for beating. (laughs) Um, So there's three candidates into Michael Grimm right here, I believe, in Staten Island. Yes, he is. Yeah. Now, he is still under an ethics in violation. (laughs) Uh, He's still uh, in investigation under an ethics investigation and he still was able to win
1: yes he was he was the guy who infamously said earlier this year uh there was a new york one reporter that was asking him about the federal investigation that he's going through uh and of course grim got super pissed off not happy super pissed off looked him right in the eye and said i will break you in half like a boy and this is on camera. This I mean, is, is, we played this right. on the show. This yeah. is not something that he re- that the reporter went back and wrote down. This was on New York 1. And despite that, but on the other hand, he's Staten Island. He's Staten That's Island. That's something that Staten Island people are going to fucking love. Like, yeah, he was uh. giving him shit. He was fucking asking him about something that wasn't his business. Yeah, I'll break you in half like a fucking boy.
0: I'll break you in half like a boy. The man just got elected. I believe it's Congress, right? Uh, these are all
1: state. This is all states. States. Uh, yeah, these are state okay. representatives. So he's a yeah.
0: state senator. Uh, he
1: is. Uh, this is all House stuff.
0: Oh, okay. So he's a yeah. state congressman. Yeah. I'll break you in half like a boy. He got reelected. There's a felon named Adrian Peterson who did that exact thing, and he's still not allowed to play. It's ridiculous. One man can't play in the NFL because he attempted to discipline his son and he went a little bit overboard. My father was physically abusive in a lot of ways, Marcus, and we all know that, and so is yours because we're from uh, states that are isolated. You're right. Uh, but they were in a lot of ways. And you're not famous. And I'm not famous whatsoever, not no. yet, and never will be if plans work out as they're going. Um, but... Uh, but no, I mean, really, I mean, Adrian Peterson is not the worst person on the face of the planet. He's not the worst father on the face of the planet. No, he's not. Not allowed to play. Michael Grimm threatened to, to throw a reporter off of a balcony and break him like a boy. Reporters are, I mean, as annoying, I do think they can be quite obnoxious at times. They are pretty important to the democracy. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're a elected official and you threaten to throw one off of a balcony and break him like a boy, that should be a pretty red flag to the constituents being like, maybe this guy doesn't care about us.
1: Well, the uh, one female voter said why she voted for... They asked her why did she vote for Grimm, and she said, quote, he's bangable.
0: And I don't think she's wrong. <laughs> he's a former Marine. I, I mean, the guy has the... Uh, he does have the ability to throw somebody off of a balcony. Yeah, he's
1: also a former FBI agent. So, and this 20-count yeah. indictment... 20 that He's going through 20 counts at Sims from his management of a Manhattan health food eatery called Health Alicious.
0: Oh, health alicious <laughs> You can just smell the grainy dump that happens after you eat it. Health delicious. Health Well, we want to have like a healthy store that's delicious. Hey Michael, I got an idea, health delicious. And then Grimm is like, I got an idea. I got health delicious. We're going hey Michael, that was my I'll throw you off the balcony and break you like a boy. It's my idea. I'm Michael Grimm. So that's Grimm. <laughs> Twenty count violation and threatened to murder a journalist. But he's in the he's in New York Congress. So
1: oh that's fine. yeah, and the other guy, his name is Scott DeJarlier Dejarle?
0: Is yes. he a frozen pizza? <laughs> Answer me that right now. I have to know. It's it's, uh, it's
1: uh, spelled D-E-S J-A-R-L-A-I-S uh, So um, we're just going to go with uh, Dejarle. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's, in, it's in Tennessee, the 4th Congressional District. This guy, positioned by trade, was first elected in 2010, but okay. this election marked his first time on the ballots. So it's a full accounting of his torrid personal life burst interview two years ago. Okay. His divorce proceedings made public in late 2012, revealed that the pro-life Republican had slept with multiple patients and impregnated one of them before pressuring her to get an abortion, he also demanded that his ex-wife terminate two pregnancies. Staunchly pro-life.
0: Honestly, there's enough kids with nepotism in the world. You know, maybe it wasn't the worst choice. This is the problem. My parents are very pro-life, but they are also they also did foster care. My mother took in multiple foster brothers. I had m- multiple foster brothers and sisters. My mother took in like 75 different kids and. Uh, and they were pro life, and I allow them to be pro life because theoretically, if you are pro life and you don't do foster care, if you don't adopt, then you then you are officially out. Yeah, that's the only that's the only pro life people I respect are the people who actually take kids in, and because theoretically, that's what they always say. There's people want to adopt constantly, yeah, but you know what? They don't want a half idiot baby from Indiana. <laughs> they want a newborn, beautiful kid who was genetically modified in the womb of somebody that had nice eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. So uh, this whole notion that, you know, oh, there's, there's so many kids, people who want kids. It's like, yeah, they want a specific kid. They don't want a 2 year Look at the movie Problem Child, and if you <laughs> want to live like John Ritter, feel free to do it, but I don't think many damn people want to. My parents took in those kids, and that's why I respect their pro-life position, and it's just fine because they did it right. This fella, I mean, these are, this guy is very bothersome. All he had to do was apologize. All he, apo- for three, theora- if you are pro-life and you voted for this guy, I'm sorry, you're a schmuck. You're wrong. Yeah. He murdered in your – if you are truly pro-life, this man should be on trial for three accounts uh, of murder. Yeah. You know, and if you are uh, that unbelievably ignorant and ridiculously stupid to believe when he says he's pro-life, even though the fact is that he killed three kids, in your mind, if that is your political philosophy, you should not be allowed to vote for the rest of your life. And, And felons can't vote. That's ridiculous.
1: God, take a look at this guy. He is one he's of those truly dick... He looks like... He looks it, like a dickhead because if, <laughs> if you put a
0: hole on the top of his skull, it looks like semen's going to fly out of it. The man's a walking zet. And he sits yeah. yeah. there with the American flag behind oh, him like pathetic. he's a patriot.
1: Ah, uh, fuck this guy. Short,
0: this guy I, I really hate because, uh, you know, uh, Oh there's nothing it, more...
1: Here's his Twitter handle. Uh, DejarleTN04. That's a terrible Twitter What does
0: 04 stand for?
1: Uh, Fourth District of Tennessee.
0: No, no, no. We don't know about the secret abortion he had. (laughs) So there's another one. (laughs) Tomorrow it's going to be 07 because he knocked up three chicks on election night. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. What a schmuck. Uh, uh, right. What's the guys other
1: guy is awful. Uh, and the other guy actually lost San Diego City Council oh, and Carl okay. DeMeo at the writing of this article. This is a great CNN article. Uh, at the writing of this article, it was still undecided as to whether he would win or not. Okay, uh, He was the guy that uh, he had accusations of sexual misconduct. He was actually cleared of them. Uh, but they were very disturbing sexual uh, misconduct allegations. What were he they? He was holding on to a very slim... He was uh, the uh, gay Republican that we uh, talked about a couple of weeks yes, ago. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. This is the one uh, charged with misconduct, plagiarism, bul- bulgr-
0: burglary. Burglary, burglary, gun, yes, many different things. Yeah, he was
1: the guy that was uh, uh, accused of masturbating in the bathroom that's at right. uh, this in the uh, in the city hall.
0: That's right, and the, and yeah. the guy walked in the whole yeah. thing, and yeah.
1: the guy walked in and say aggressively masturbating while staring at him. Right, yeah. and everyone
0: knows you have to pleasantly masturbate if you're in public. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. a, there's a major difference between aggressively masturbating and pleasantly yeah. masturbating.
1: And he ended up uh, narrowly losing the race, but they're, now they're saying okay. that this is a, he's lost two elections now and he's pretty much dumb politically right right yeah. right, right I mean that's going to show up on every Google search you do with a guy
0: Can you imagine me the president of the United States and not being allowed to campaign for somebody who is running uh, in a small district like a small congressman or something like that I mean that was the most bizarre thing about this entire election No Obama anywhere nowhere the only, and I, don't, uh, I think he might have won one race or helped win uh, one race but that was pretty much it yeah if you're the president of the United States and people don't want you around. That's going to be like why chemical war happens. (laughs) You know, that's going to be why Saddam mustard gassed his entire people, you know, because they're like, they don't love me. I don't give him a reason not to love me. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, and he's not doing that bad of a job. Unemployment's down. Gas prices are down. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some good things to say about the job that the president is doing right now. I
0: think there are a lot of good things to say. I think Not to say that good- I'm
1: happy with, uh, extremely happy with him as a president overall, but no. right now, I don't think his current record should have been as toxic to Democrats as uh, they ended up playing it out to be. I think the Democrats made it toxic on their own.
0: Do you know that he's black, though? <laughs> so uh, that didn't help. Yeah. You know, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, but I think that, uh, yeah, there was definitely, you know, definitely that sort of resentment. I, You're right. I mean, you know, I really think it's about the theater. He's just not a good actor. He's not. Presidents should really all have to get their SAG card. They should have to have done, uh, you know, uh, not Woodstock. What's the uh, what's the name? Uh uh, during the seventies, summer stock, summer stock. <laughs> we should have had to dabble in some summer stock. I mean, that's why Reagan was a. Theoret- if you look at Reagan's policies compared to Obama's policies, actually, they're not even that vastly different. No, but uh, you know, uh, Reagan expanded the government immensely. But the way that he gave a speech, um, and I posted one on the Kisselites page, the war speech, uh, you know, uh, about Russia. We'll talk to Russia. Uh, we'll talk about Russia here in a second. Was just so brilliant. You know, and I really think it's about the it's about the marketing. You don't hear anything about the unemployment numbers. Granted, my brother just got laid off uh, from his job, uh, yes. but he's very happy about it because he's a lunatic. Yeah. But the people who aren't happy about it are these 55-year-old women who uh, HR came through, very office-based, very Bob and Bob, mm-hmm. and they just started laying everybody off, and the entire day at the office, uh, women were just running out of the uh, running out of the room that they were fired in crying holding up pink slips saying yeah yeah i got my walking papers <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got my walking papers they're firing everybody up in here and they were just crying and my brother was laughing cuz he just, he's a rave he's a kiss all yeah, way he's a raving yeah, yeah, lunatic. Yeah, yeah. you know how we are and uh you know but he, and my brother's also 30, 30, 35 uh, attractive and and gay so the future is is wide open. He's fine. He's going to be fine. But the 55 is This Chris girls, or Eric? This
1: is Chris. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. He's
0: fine. Yeah, Chris is fine. His husband's a multimillionaire. He's doing he's, he's sucking coins out of that guy. I <laughs> <laughs> can't get enough of him. Hey Chris, how you doing? Yeah, he's doing fine. He doesn't listen to this show. Um, no I think it does everyone does but um but those are the those are the jobs that are going away these these mid 50 uh, you know these women barely even understand email yeah you know and those are the jobs that are getting cut like we were talking about uh you know with the cat calling thing and these gals uh as far as like your the cat calling episode we ta- uh, we discussed with Kevin Barnett the angle of um you know, people are now doing everything online. You have like your CVS itself checkout Like back in the day, there was a checkout guy and maybe he was like super cute. And then you came over and you checked your, uh, let's just say you were buying a DiGiorno pizza or whatever the hell this guy was or some broccoli because you're a healthy woman and you want to bowel properly. Um, but, you know, you make eye contact and perhaps there's a love connection there. Those jobs are gone. Yeah. All of the, You know, so I think that there's a huge – the people who are really doing well are the people who work in the financial sector and the people who are, um, you know, on the upper end of the business. The people who are, like, still lower, you know, there's no job growth. They don't feel happy. And half of the – it's really 10% if you take – the, the unemployment rate it's really 10% if you take into account the people who are n- uh, no longer looking for jobs.
1: Yeah, people have been Which I don't know how that gets
0: dropped, by the way. How does that change it? As soon as you stop looking for a job, they're like, oh, okay, you're off our stats. <laughs> Isn't that the definition of being unemployed?
1: I think that's super unemployed. How,
0: how, super unemployed, like too depressed to look. Isn't that the problem? So 10 percent's the number. Yeah. But, you know, uh,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. I actually filed for unemployment at a time. I got laid off in my job and I filed. Everything went through. I got called. They were firing
0: off fluffers that yeah. day out a fucking gay <laughs> porno or what? No, they,
2: they I never saw a dime. From so, unemployment? From unemployment. I never saw a dime. So I still, to this day, do not know where that money is. Like, where is that money? Where is it going? That's we'll follow my the, question. We'll,
0: we'll, do a whole, we'll do a whole web series about it, Mike. We're going to find you that $250. bucks. we are yeah. going to get it for you. <laughs> Which is probably what it would have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're not the one who needs unemployment, Mike. You come from a very wealthy family. You're well, doing fine. No, 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 no. You can't say that.
2: You... There have been instances in my life that uh, that have set our family back, but we started over and we're doing well. But right, right. I Don't s-
0: talk about your how you're a drunk, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Around. I wouldn't say wealthy, though. No, no. It's a very successful family, and you're a very successful guy. But, uh, yeah, you, well, you deserve that unemployment check if you didn't get it. Um, But yes, you're right. There are many things that Obama has done well. And I'm surprised that he wasn't able to really um, utilize those stats whatsoever on the campaign trail. It is very funny right now. We just have uh, we just have three days after the election. Fifteen hundred new troops have been sent over to Iraq, but they're non-combat troops. So why are you even sending? Why don't you send a bunch of chefs? You know, if it's non combat, then what a bunch of school teachers. It's so ridiculous that they're sending, you know, 1,500 troops and people are uh, gullible enough to believe that somehow these troops, armed to the teeth, trained to be nothing but murderers, and rightfully for good reason, a lot of times, sometimes not so much. But nonetheless, the idea that they're non combatant is absolutely insane. But everyone, give back the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. And what, what day is Obama – Obama, when he leaves office, I don't even hate the guy like we were talking about before, but that Nobel Peace Prize needs to stay on his desk and he doesn't need to take it home with him.
1: Yeah, that is true. It's uh, They say that everyone that's going over there are going over as advisors, and it's coming right. with a $1.6 billion price tag, by the way. It's for the new Iraq train and equip fund. Advisors. Advisors.
0: Send over John Edwards from Crossing Over. (laughs) I mean, send over Dr. Phil then, Dr. Oz, advisors. I mean...
1: They say because the Iraqi forces are going on the offense now. They're no right. longer just trying to beat back ISIS. Oh, they're from going on the over. offense now. Now, that, now they're going on the oh, offense. ISIS. Now that ISIS has taken over half of the country. Right, right, right. Uh, that now they're going on uh, offense. I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that ISIS is as powerful as everyone's making them out to be? Are I, they are they the super villains that we're making them out to be?
0: I was talking to Saman Bobby about this, so I'm just going to take his words and take his philosophy and take his mindset completely from him and uh, absorb it into my own mind and pretend these words are mine. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, they are real. Yeah. They are a real threat. They are, they are doing very, very well. They are, they're monetized. They're taxing. But at the same time, all they're doing is creating a vacuum that Iran will eventually fill. Yeah. So the Iranians are going to kill every member of ISIS. As soon as ISIS is done with their campaign, they're going to get murdered. Iran's going to fill that vacuum and, uh, and expand the empire.
1: Now, Iran, you mean Iran's, as soon as ISIS takes over Iraq, Iran's going to move in and have, we're going to have another Iran-Iraq war?
0: No, there's not going to be Iran—Iraq Ira- no longer has any military that could remotely come close to defeating Iran. Oh, no, 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 no. So, you know, you, but, so no war,
1: but just a complete takeover. Well,
0: that's theoretically what's, uh, what Iran is sort of positioning themselves to do right now. Oh. And it, uh, when Obama sent the letter over to—I want to uh, I wanna say it's it's not Khomeini, it's Comedy, I don't know. The names are they're very very close. I was talking to Saman about. It. He's like, it's the difference between John and Joe. So we'll say Joe. Okay. <laughs> so he sent a letter to Joe. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm so bad with these goddamn names, you know. Um, and, and basically, they're everyone's on the exact same side. It's a very bizarre situation. Israel, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia. Iran, the United States, uh, obviously all the Western countries—they all hate ISIS. It's a very bizarre situation. And but basically, that's what he was saying is that uh, the uh, the the idea that somehow uh, the Iranians are going to help the U.S. government in the fight against ISIS in order to promote the U.S. agenda is insane. Yeah. What they're going to do is is try to like you know the power vacuum is uh, inevitably ISIS is going to be murdered. Inevitably. I mean, there's no way that you can really survive.
1: It's not as sustainable. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Aren't they
0: they pulling in like a million dollars a day, though? Oh, they're doing well. Yeah. Well, they have all the oil money. They're making the vast majority of their money from the Iraqi oil. So, yeah, I mean, they have a very sustainable energy uh, and a very sustainable uh, economy to some degree. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, they're wasting it and uh, spending it on. I mean, they're a bunch of 19-year-old. It's like if the Crips. Took over half of California. <laughs> I mean, how long would that last? Yeah. At some point, the snake is going to start eating itself. Exactly. You know. <laughs>
1: anyway, so it, yeah. The, I mean, ISIS is being funded by uh, wealthy donors in Kuwait, Qatar, and Saudi Arabia, which are all U.S. allies. But which on the other hand, but, but you know, most so of the nine eleven hi- hi- most well, of the well, 9/11 hijackers came from Saudi Arabia.
0: Seventeen of the 19 ni- uh, 9-11 hijackers were Saudi Arabian. It's a monarchy. By our own principle, we should have that entire country uprooted and destroyed. Yeah. It's insane how lucky the Saudis are. Their human
1: rights violations are some of the worst in the entire Middle East. They're still beheading people for sorcery, for fuck's sake. So why why are we we not
2: going after them? Because they they
1: have a lot of money and they have all the oil. We get so Uh, much oil from them, so they are de facto allies.
0: But I actually agree with the Saudi uh, Arabian government for going after everyone who is practicing sorcery. (laughs) You never know when, oh, next thing you know, your wife's a chicken. (laughs) Because
1: you didn't kill the right (laughs) sorcerer. See how happy you are then when your wife's a fucking chicken, you
0: idiot. Exactly. So if you kill every sorcerer and you look at your wife and she's still a human... You kept the country safe. <laughs> That's pretty much the argument that everybody gives for anti terrorism. Well, we kept the country safe. It's like, oh, okay, I guess nothing, no one's been turned into dead. Yeah. So I guess you have.
1: Yeah, you haven't destroyed uh, too many mines. Right,
0: right. Well, and created solution,
1: too my, many new enemies. My
2: solution to this is drilling Alaska. Republican. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Republican, maybe we should have you on the show all the time. Republican, yes. you have a thought? Oh, drill in Alaska, very yeah. good, very
1: original, Palin. Yeah, well, I'm not even against. Oh, it. Oh, do
2: not group me with Palin.
0: <laughs> drill, drill in Alaska have a huge, have a huge Alaskan oil, uh, have a huge oil spill, and I'll go over there with a lighter. That is the easiest Most way to piss off of
1: any moderate yeah. Republican. Yes, it's like no. yeah, Palin, great job. No, like you,
2: you literally <laughs> just like hit
0: me in the nuts right there. <laughs> <laughs> Not as hard as she hit Glenn Rice in the nuts. Holy <gasps> Lord, they were well, banging. In she Michigan.
2: can see a lot, uh, Russia from Alaska. So she clearly that's
0: <laughs> well. Let's get let's go to Russia for a story here. I'll tell you, Vladimir is getting off very very easy as of late. Uh, Russia is really cracking down. And honestly, in all honesty, uh, again, uh, his his uh, homophobic stance is very disturbing. It's disgusting, especially from somebody who all he does, all he does is illicit solicit I suppose solicit 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 boners solicit illicit boners solicit illicit boners that's right all he does I'm with oh where'd my shirt go looks like it's time for me to ride a horse did I drop my pen I better (laughs) bend over real nice and slow and get it are those clay pots in the ocean I I better take my clothes off and find them There was a, what was it, Moscow University?
1: Moscow University, yeah. A
0: six-foot-six statue of an iPhone. St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg University. A six-foot-six statue of an iPhone, which is very ironic because they went with one of the most primitive forms of art, creating a stone statue uh, to... Resemble the newest form of art, which is an iPhone, mm-hmm. which is the technology uh, that is uh, shaping the world for better or for worse as we know it today. Uh, but Tim Cook, the CEO, now the CEO after Steve Jabs died mm-hmm. uh, due to the uh, what was it? The liver cancer. Throat. He had cancer. Yeah, he, cancer. He refused yeah. treatment. Yeah, he yeah. He decided
1: probably. to go uh, holistic, and that's what killed him. Don't go holistic,
0: kids. No, <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're Steve. J- you're around machines constantly. Go to that. Yeah, go to the machines. Always machine. go to the machines. Yeah. That was one of the greatest ironies of Steve Jobs' life, that he went holistic with the most important part. Yeah. With medicine. He's like, no, I'm not. I mean, that it, all the man did was create things that were anti-organic. Yeah. That were non-organic. Yeah. And yeah. then as soon as his life was in danger, he's like, I'm going to go with grains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, chemo, I'm going uh, I'm, to, I'm doing <laughs> nothing but uh, brown rice. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Tim Cook came out as gay, the CEO of Apple. So Putin, Marcus... Took down that statue.
1: Took down the statue, and he's being his guy on the ground in all of this. He's a, he does he has a homophobe on the ground. Okay, uh,
0: good. It's,
1: it's a guy, and he's the but same.
0: What's, what's your for, uh, official position with the Russian government? I am the uh, homophobe on the ground. So <laughs> I'm, the, so
1: I'm, I'm the ground homophobe. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, good, yeah, yeah. Good. There was a long process. Yeah. Of course. Uh, it's this guy. He's a Saint Petersburg politician. Probably going to blow Putin to get the job. More than likely. His name is Vitaly Milinov. Okay. Uh, and he also said that. Tim Cook should not come to Russia because uh, this is what he says. Here's a quote. What can he bring us? The Ebola virus, AIDS, gonorrhea, all of them over there have promiscuous relations. Ban him forever.
0: Oh, that's right because I forgot that Ebola started in Silicon Valley. <laughs> it was <in laughs> them them over there. Them over there. Exactly. Them that, over there. Them over there. <laughs> Yes. Everyone knows, says, yeah, this, AIDS and Ebola, it all started in a small place in California right near wine country.
1: <laughs> yeah, Milanoff continued, he said, kidding me? This, is how he, <laughs> this is how he increases sales. Apple has become a popular brand. He's like an artist who is initially making it as an artist and then afterwards announces that he is a pederast.
2: God damn, your accent's
0: great. I know. Mark, Marcus does the best accents. Thank you. Thank you. Marcus, can you read that line? But let's just say that this happened on a North Dakota reservation.
1: Uh, now everyone knows Apple is made by homos. And then everyone starts changing their mind. This is a fine political move. I'm voting for that person. That's your Palin right there, Mike.
0: That's your Sarah Palin. Actually, when you never. do say it like that, it doesn't nearly yeah. come across as that harsh.
1: Apple is made by homos. What can I say?
0: What oh, hey. can do? <laughs> Senate,
2: 2018. <laughs> Nothing can be done
1: about it.
0: Oh my Christ! So they took down the statue.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yep, they unbelievable. Took down the statue. Yeah, this guy is insane.
0: But this is why you know a lot of the conservatives, because Putin's been winning the political war against Obama. A lot of conservatives are like, oh, pro, like they they. Um, they sort of uh, they 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 desire a world where our president could be like Putin. Yeah, you know they want that strong leader, and now you have this uh, you know homophobic taken out of the iPhone. I guarantee you there are the I would, and I would argue the most unpatriotic the people who uh, are the first people to be like America, love it or leave it. Uh, that twenty percent of the people uh, probably like this move by Putin, and I would say go to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that's the funny Get the thing: fuck out it's of the that, goddamn country. These same people who, what, 30, 40 years ago? I mean, today actually is the uh, the twenty fifth anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall. That's right. You know?
0: When David Hasselhoff danced down the wall. Exactly. Uh, and so <laughs> was that the Berlin? Yeah, it was the Berlin Wall. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Forty years ago, these insane uh, these insane homophobic guys. Forty years ago, they would have been the ones to tell any left wing. Uh, person, any left-wing politician go back to Russia. Go to Russia. That's where your communist ideas, your socialist ideas can be held. And now these people are like I think I want to go to Russia.
0: I can't believe it. Yeah, they took down that gay-ass statue. <laughs> I might go to college after all. Yeah. In St. Petersburg. Yeah,
1: you know, and these are the same people that are going to West Africa right. uh, that are also promoting and supporting these uh, homicidal laws oh, against uh, homosexuals over there.
0: We can talk about that until we're blue in the face and uh, and as burnt as the gays are in Haiti. Uh, <laughs> and, that's, and that's how sad it is. It really is sad. Uh, you know, those uh, you're... The the only problem is it's like anything U S uh, foreign policies other countries domestic policy and U uh, S um, uh, we so- asked them nicely. Well, I don't know how nice it is. We put a smiley face on the bomb, Um, which is kind of pleasant, <laughs> I guess. Goodbye,
1: Blue Monday. There you go.
0: <laughs> Big boy, little John, or whatever the fucking Hiroshima bomb are called. Uh, Nagasaki got messed up. Oh, yeah. They're, no, they're not happy about it. They're still kind of upset. You can see the anger in the... uh You can
1: see the anger in the shadow people. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you can you can shadow wall, the shadow the the
0: children that are being born now. Right. Well, you know, they're making... Some Indian god or something. Who you knows? An eight legged baby or whatever. <laughs> everyone loves Ganesh. I love, yeah. I mean, everyone does.
1: Yeah. That's a uh, sitcom
0: I want to see. Everybody loves, loves Ganesh. Ganesh. Yeah. Because if you have multiple salts, uh, she can hold all of them, uh, which is kind of good, good. Good waitress. Like, I don't know. I, whatever. She's a god. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, I forget even what I was saying. Uh, uh, Marcus, it, do something. Yeah. All it's right.
1: My fault. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, to go uh, a little bit towards uh, back to the midterm elections, yeah. uh, Mr. Jim Inhofe. This is a big okay. thing here. Uh, Jim Inhofe is one of Congress's uh, or the Senate's biggest climate change deniers, uh, right, and right. he is going to be put in charge of the Environment and Public Works Committee. Now,
0: is this a Mitch McConnell appointment, or how did that work? How did was it? Did did they ever expect Inhofe to be? Uh, placed in this position because it does seem bizarre not just a climate change skeptic or not just uh, uh, there is no denying the fact that the climate has changed and the big the big issue is are people causing it is this a, is it a natural event that would occur regardless i mean hell there weren't a lot of people around during the goddamn ice age yeah you know, uh, so whatever that might have been, whatever occurred there is is something like that happening again. Then again, Tyrannosaurus rexes. You know what they aren't? They're not cars. But you know what cars do? They put out exhaust. You know what Tyrannosaurus rexes do? They fart a bunch because they <laughs> ate so many greens. They were just eating the trees. So maybe it was uh, it was dinosaur toots that caused the whole damn thing. It might be. We well, don't there. Know.
1: I mean, there is a, a theory. In fact, I mean, it's a proven theory that because we have so many cattle. Cattle, cow farts right. actually do raise the level of methane in the atmosphere and contribute to global warming. Right,
2: right. I'm just I'm skeptical of a theory that they have to change the name of because people were too, you know, dumb, to under, too dumb to like, understand you know, it. Global warming, and then all of a sudden now it's climate change. Because like, people
1: were too dumb to understand it. Right, but right, there's right, that right.
2: whole issue of the emails being sent between scientists that were saying it is true. Uh and then the global warming yeah, was true. That global warming was true and then it actually turned out to be that they were falsifying the results.
1: I mean there are hundreds upon hundreds of other uh right. studies. Like that was one right. study among not even hundreds one right. study among thousands. Right. But it was so enough muddy. it was
2: enough to change
0: the name of But because people yeah. are just like but it was getting colder. Yeah. And it's like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. global warming like, doesn't necessarily mean it's getting hotter. Yes, uh, which is sort of the issue. But there is no doubt that things are changing, that climate change does in fact. exist. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the only uh, like it's I said before, uh, how much yeah, of a how much, much at fault are we? I mean, again, uh, for everyone who uh, is on the uh, the left of the issue when it comes to climate change don't buy plastic then don't go to Dunkin Donuts I mean these are these are inevitable things right mm-hmm. I mean we live in a world of consumerism we live in a world where everyone um well but I I just bought my I just bought my three cups of coffee today I didn't I didn't contribute that much just your just my normal three where did you put the cup? well you throw it away <laughs> you know I mean hell look at like we were talking about uh, the, la- the, the 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 march that happened with uh, Mark Ruffalo and Leonardo DiCaprio and big fans of both of their works uh, but that March was a goddamn Dunkin Donuts Glorified walkathon. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I mean, was everyone. That- everyone was drinking Dunkin'.
1: Every mailbox stacked with empty Dunkin' it donuts was pathetic. cups. I
0: mean, it was like I mean, it was insane. It was it was it was like a it was a bad advertising campaign. Yeah.
1: And this is what I don't get about uh, about Inhofe. As uh, this is not something I thought about, but you know, there's this uh, great L. A. Times article about it. Uh, but they bring up some Inhofe is uh, a guy. He's an Oklahoma guy, right? And Oklahoma has been hit with I mean the, the the entire Southwest really. Have been hit with these awful—I mean, right. w- world-changing droughts—that have been absolutely awful. Uh, just at you know where I come from mm-hmm. in uh, northwest yep. Texas, fairly close to Oklahoma, we're just now coming out of a drought. But you know what happened with that? How we came out of it uh, in Lubbock, Texas, there was one day where there were I think multiple inches, something like five or six inches of rain in about. Two hours. That's not normal. It's not right. normal to go out of a seven, eight-year drought into record rainfalls in just the next year. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's good because right. you know back uh, back home where. Finally, reaching uh, average rainfalls for the first time in seven, eight years. Uh, so things are going well back then, but who knows how long it's going to last? Because before we came back in right. 2010, like 2010 was the last year we reached average. Before that, it was seven years, but now we had three years of awful drought. Now it's this year. Anymore, like the weather right. in West Texas was already unpredictable. The weather yeah. in the Southwest is already unpredictable. Un- and Un- now it's become unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, that's weather
0: first to Henry Zabrowski.
2: Henry Zabrowski, we love you. I hope you're doing D- well. Does yeah. average help with? When you get 7 inches in one day?
1: Not really. That can I mean that yeah. <laughs> like, it really it really doesn't yeah. when you get 7 inches in one day, I mean that just turns everything into fucking sludge. It's yeah. good because it contributes mud. it's good cuz it contributes yeah. to groundwater. Yeah. Like that's great, but it can ruin a crop. Completely. Whatever amount of years ago 3000
0: or so this would have been written down in a book as if it was the uh, the second coming of Christ. It's Moses in the it's Moses in the desert, a rainfall after 3 years of uh, of drought. I mean that's the that's the bizarre thing. These weather patterns i I mean these things have been going on forever the aztec predicted it the aztecs yeah yeah they're the
2: one who predicted the end of the world december 21st
1: yeah but that was two years
0: ago yeah we're still here
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's funny i was thinking about that this morning like huh huh, uh, i wonder i guess we're in the new age now it's super violent
0: should we start the calendar over yeah we already have
1: we started (laughs) almost two years ago
0: i'm predicting the end of the world right now (laughs) right now yep they, Didn't happen. The end of the... No. <laughs> Didn't know Marcus! Marcus. Yes, now? Well, we haven't been upstairs right, right yet. Right now? No. I'm predicting <laughs> the end of the world. <laughs> the end of the world work will occur <clears throat> in... Um, I don't know January second two thousand and twenty six, and if it happens, then I'm a god.
2: All right, so right. whatever
0: deal. So, hopefully it does. Deal. One of three hundred
2: sixty five. He called it. Yeah. There yeah. will either
0: be a mass shooting at the last mall in New Jersey, or the end of the world. I'll
1: mark it on my calendar. January twelfth. If, if it is the end of the world, I'll be sure to give you a call. Two thousand twenty six. I'll give you a call and congratulate you. How about that? I love that. Thank Twelve you. years. All right. Twelve Thank years.
0: You. But I don't like Inhofe being the guy uh, in charge of the uh, of the environmental issues. If he is so partisan.
1: Yeah. And he he you even know, wrote that's a book. The only problem. In 2012 he wrote a book called The Greatest Hoax How the Global Warming Conspiracy Threatens Your Future. So the more he talks right. about global warming being a conspiracy, the more books right. he sells. I mean, right. he, he's got a very big stake. It's it's amazing how so much can depend on one man's greed and like right. one man book sales. Like how I mean the right. fucking earth could end over book sales.
0: Yeah, that's such a bizarre thing to me. It, is. Kinda, it makes me laugh
1: a little bit. It's kind of funny. But yeah,
0: but you know what? I mean at the same time I'm one of these indoor guys. Yeah, you know, so I don't <laughs> care what happens out there I suppose I haven't really hiked that much in my life I go camping every now and again, and I think it's a very good time. It's a wonderful time and, and nature is wonderful, but uh, Have
2: yeah I've been camping what's that? When have you ever been camping? You don't know do? me,
0: Mike. <laughs> yeah, I go we, camping.
1: Yeah, was, we went camping together like two years ago. I've Marcus lived with and I you were, for like
0: six months. I've never seen you go camping. Oh, you've never seen me <laughs> go camping in six months, you dumb fat <laughs> shithead. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no kidding. I'm living in the apartment. You should. When we had, we just had two days of no electricity. Technically, yes. I was camping. <laughs>
2: okay, I felt great about it. you and your hormel vegetarian, vegetarian chili
0: <laughs> get on with it Inoff doesn't deserve this position he should get fired and he shouldn't be on it uh that's what I think because the man is obviously biased. We need less biased people uh in these in uh in these roles otherwise nothing's gonna get done whatsoever uh that's the that's that uh, let's see anything else Marcus we got the cover of Eric uh daily news a Central Park jive Eric Reynolds is on the cover. Um, he's discussing the Central Park Five case. Go back and listen to that Central Park Five episode if you haven't yet. It's the best episode they've had. Oh, thank you, in uh, my opinion. No, I, I think that's I think that's a fine opinion and it's a proper opinion. I want to thank you, uh, Mike, for listening to all the episodes and giving great feedback. Uh, you're a great friend and a great roommate. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I feel like overall, that's pretty much what's happened this week. I think it's what we got, man. Yeah. That's it. So, um, if you didn't vote, I understand. But at the same time you know, I feel like there is a, I'm corning about it. I'm a first generation kid. I was talking to my friend, Sina about it. He's an Iranian kid. His father's from Iran. His mother's from Iran. They escaped and they barely got out before, uh, before the, uh, uh, before the Shah was out. And, uh, Iotola took power there in the eighties. And, uh, and uh, my father's a first-generation German, and that was the one thing that he always stressed. My father never can vote. He can't, he can't vote because he's, uh, he never gave up a citizenship. I'm, I'm technically still a dual citizen. Huh. Wow. And uh, there's something to the practice of voting. I understand the you know, I was talking to Ari Shafir uh, recently, a great stand-up comedian. He has a show called The Skeptic Tank on all things comedy. He's, he's a great fella, And he's talking about how you're just uh, supporting, you know, two different uh, sides of the same business. And mm-hmm. you are, but it's government. And uh, and I think if you want to feel self worth, and uh, if you want to feel like um, you should feel like your opinion matters, even if it doesn't, illusion is great. Delusion is great.
2: <laughs>
0: so vote. You know, everyone's just like, oh, it's a jack off thing, and it's really stupid and corny, and you're voting for a bunch of douchebags, and you are. But it's fun. And you get a sticker. Voting is fun. You get a sticker. Yeah. You get a. How many times do I have to say you get a fucking sticker? You know you, Before we get. I mean, you look. Honestly, you have countries in Iran, the, the voter rate is, is truly very high. I mean, there are countries where, where it's illegal not to vote. Yeah. You know, and, and I think as a country, uh, you know, again, we have the 100 million, we have the 78 million going into North Carolina the, the, that's unaccounted for. We have all these things, uh, the, we have all the cash. But there is a voting is fun because then you get to go back and you get to uh, you know have a sticker. You can but buy. I can't, I can't say I can't stress the sticker ben, enough.
1: You can buy one thousand I voted stickers for nineteen ninety five, or you can vote for free and it's true but then well, you only you, get one. You seen, oh yeah that's true <laughs> you should
2: have seen ben and i on election night we were sitting there we don't have cable so we're were npr we were watching npr and it was like kids. Or in P- a candy PBS. Shop. pbs the, the npr PBS, of yeah. television yeah yes. we were sitting there like kids in a candy shop like waiting on the next the next polling and they're douchebags <laughs> but
0: if you're a douchebag that douchebag could be you yes you, we you could, i'll say yeah. we cared we did um, all right, that's Marcus Parks on Twitter. It doesn't matter what your Twitter is, Mike. Michael
2: Epps, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the white and, one, the white Mike. Epps. And that's E P P E S. That's right. And of course, I'm Ted Uh You know, message us on Facebook and things like that. And um, oh,
1: and we've also uh, had uh, we've had people calling to make uh, Abe Lincoln's top hat Facebook group.
0: Oh great! Yeah, people That's have been to nice. keep it's people have been time. clamoring for it. So. Yeah, so create it, and we'll talk about all. You know, it's it's a friendly, smart place where you can actually not get shouted down, and it, all opinions are welcome. So if you want to create a Facebook page, I would love that. It would be amazing, and uh, and let's just keep on growing this thing organically. God knows this is the only political show on Cave Comedy Radio. It's the only political show on comedy podcast that I think of uh, that is actually funny, smart. And also, does it make you feel like an idiot or a douche uh, when you listen to it? Which is pretty key. Yes. You know. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna destroy all of uh, salons and Huff Posts and drudges. We're gonna destroy all of them. Spread it out. Spread it out. Um, all right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.